Friday night, Conscious Thread Podcast, April, what is it, the 6th? No, that's next week. 16th, is it, or the 9th? No, it's the 16th. I don't know, man. This month's flying if it's the 16th. Yeah, it's flying by. It's flying. Every time I turn around, it's Friday night, podcasting night. (laughs) This is good. I love it. Podcasts roll quick. I feel like we have a daily podcast that happens so fast. I'd love that. It's great. We wouldn't get anything done, though. No, no. (laughs) That'd be all right, too. (laughs) Well... We got uh, that's relative, I guess. Yeah. Topics are on the side. If you're joining us on Facebook Live, if you're joining us on Instagram, we got some topics there for you to check out on Facebook or on our Discord server. Of course, we have our hotline 530-859-0161-530-859-0161. Check out our website, wvcradio.live. And uh, plenty of topics tonight, boy. It was one of those uh, weeks where I couldn't wait for Friday to get here because I had so much <laughs> I wanted to talk Same. about, man. It's been nuts. What a week. Seriously, like, easy to come up with topics this week. I think we have 10 up there. I'm sure we won't get to them all, but we, we might get into a little bit of each one. But um, we'll see how it goes. We started off uh, like we've been doing the last couple podcasts with the local issues first. Uh, and then we'll get into global stuff. Um, and national and national. Yep. And, um, yeah, we, our first topic tonight, we're going to get into the, the hot topic in town. Yep. Um, the one everyone got fooled into thinking we were voting on, on Monday when it was all distraction from a certain resignation request by city council for a city council member. And it got turned into the general plan on all about the general plan. But I think that was by design. Right. And he did a good job. Good job, Tim on good job on you for switching the topic to the, uh, General plan instead of your fucking, I'm sorry, your resignation. No, say it, bro. I know. That part's fine. As, well, as long as you don't, you know. I know. Call people <laughs> weird gendered names. So, yeah, the general, if anyone watched the uh, council meeting Monday, it was all about the general plan. They had other stuff on the agenda. They just didn't happen to get to somehow because everyone just seemed to think this was the vote and that that was just going to be it. Oh, my God. We're going to vote tonight. It's going to be six-story high rises tomorrow. Everyone got fooled by uh, fear-mongering and propaganda in town and a grapevine. In our own local level. Yeah. yeah. Oh, on the grapevine. Uh, no, I just mean the grapevine. Oh, the, the local. The local. The organic one. Organic grapevine yeah. in Mount Shasta. Everyone got fooled. It's okay. It's good. It brings up a topic we all need to talk about the general plan, but it just wasn't right. supposed to be talked about last week. We're supposed to ask a council member to resign. Yeah. Uh, and that's conveniently got buried and pushed back to the end of the month or possibly next month. How convenient. Well, one good thing about that, though. Mm-hmm. OK, so it's sussing out a lot of stuff or whatever. It's sifting out a lot of things that we need to know about the strategy and what's going on, because in a part of it, we're observing him mm-hmm. and building a case in a way. Yeah. And so this is a little more of the strategy that needs to get pinned down, like his mode and or his M.O. and. Yeah. The way he goes about things, you know, and like we talked about, you know, we want to document these aspects because they'll all make sense when we paint the picture. Right. And I think that there's a natural order to this because I felt pressured to make sure to get all this information together in a certain amount of time. And we just didn't have everyone's support that is wanting their information to get disclosed, you yep. know? Yep. So there's naturally, that's okay in that way. Mm-hmm. But now the cards are on the table. Yeah, he had his moment. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let him, you know? He got a double, got a couple runs in. They're closer to catching up now. 
<laughs> you know, it's yeah. okay. The heat's on. Yeah. yeah. All right. But now it's the heat's on on all levels. And now it's like, okay, well, if, if that's what the strategy is going to try to be, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. let's make it about the plan. Let's clean it up, clear it up and get this straight. So if people are going to bash her, they're, they're on record bashing her and then it works out correctly. But now we're going to ask Tim to help her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Since you're all in a council together, please help this person, mm-hmm. help your team member work this out and we're all figured out as a community and we're going to keep focusing on Tim and annoy him. I mean, that's, that should be our next strategy and it is to ask him to, if you're going to diss her and make some um, uh, counter campaign on, whoa, spending the time on a counter campaign on what she's thinking she's going to do instead of proposing an idea of what you would do. Yep. And that's my whole thing on it. It's like, oh, really? You had to spend other people's valuable time to make up some slander campaign called general plan 2045.weebly.com yeah. and make it overemphasized about the size of the buildings and it's totally out of scale is oh, totally man. blown out of proportion <laughs> hilarious and Excellent. you're going to spend your time being that kind of human being on mm-hmm. your city council how are you in any way showing that you're supporting the people in your city council that you're there to support and represent you're not. Nope. You're playing your power game. You're trying to stand out alone and everyone else is wrong but you. Yep. Jeffrey Collins. Yep. Sorry, but it's the truth. It's the truth. You guys are all pals. You guys are all connected. And we saw it in the one meeting when, you know, when we asked, when they did the hey, yay, and nays, yep. you know. And, and the whole thing is you guys are pals, you mm-hmm. know. There's something going on here. It doesn't feel right. When I did all the look on the general plan 2045, mm-hmm. what I saw on there was basically the narrative of what Jeffrey Collins was bringing to the table. Even if someone else built it, it was almost like it was Jeffrey Collins' project Mm -hmm. to slander Juliana. And this pisses me off. That's why I'm passionate. That's why I'm saying, fuck it. Right. You know, because this shit is, I don't know. Anyway, why didn't he make something, incorporate her designs and say, this is what it can be? According to the design, the plan. Instead of trying to bash her, fearmonger, with this thing. So anyway, yeah. that's my stance on the whole thing. Yeah, right there. yeah. So. And then they had the. Uh, if anyone who listened after the council meeting on Monday, they had Tuesday had an additional one, which on went on for almost two and a half hours. Juliana just sat there and answered questions from the community, and it was amazing. And her temperament was great, and the caller's temperament was great. It was just a conversation, you know, and everyone brought up their issues that they were nervous about or, or fearful of. And I think a lot of that fear and nervousness was brought about by this general plan site that was created with these six-story high-rises with CVSs underneath them and 72 cargo containers at Right next to the railroad That's track. That's ridiculous, dude. I mean, it, it and pisses the, me the off. The scale of the people were <laughs> ridiculous. Mean, it was. I mean, the, the great people were design. like half the height of a car driving by it. <laughs> great graphic it's like, design. Come on, guys. <laughs> like they threw it again. Threw it together a half hour before the council meeting. Um, right. Yeah. It, it was. Or imba- no, that was just the level of skill they had. They had. It was embarrassing. That that what, that website going around with the, it's fear mongering and 20, it's, tw- uh, general plan twenty forty five dot weebly dot com. Yeah, that is their slander campaign against Juliana, yeah. Tim Stearns, and Jeffrey Collins slander campaign against Juliana. Yeah, and her plan in what um they're not in any way directing any attention towards hers. Right. Right. 
they're depicting theirs. Well, it was good. It was, she sat there and she answered every concern. I mean, she answered every concern to the six-story high-rise bullshit that's going around to the... Uh, we're going to have this influx of people that's going to come in and lower our property value. I mean, she answered everything. She answered, sat there, took it on the chin, got bashed, uh, and just sat there and answered everything straight from the book. And she's like, you know what? My job is city planner. So my job is to take input from the community. And here we are taking input. Yeah, they that's thought amazing. They were led to believe that she had done all this and was going to push it through with no one else seeing it or no one else talking about it, no one else voting on it, no one else adding input. That's what I mean, too. That was the campaign that they put that's out right. there saying that, I mean, half the people were convinced they were going to vote on it going through on Monday. Right. Oh, and just contact Jeffrey if you have any concerns. Yeah. She said (sighs) it would take a year just to go through the zoning process. So we're not even close to voting on this plan. Like, I know it's a rush because there's funding involved coming from the state. We'll get into that in the podcast. We're going to get into that a little bit uh, where the funding and the the, uh, how Agenda 21 ties into a lot of that. Because that's a slippery slope. And we want to just bring it to awareness. People in town. That's right. Because it's what. Funds. That's the funds coming in as the general plan. Yeah, when you commit to doing this with your city, this is you get this certain funding that comes from the state or from federal. Yeah, I think for sustainable mostly, development. Right. That's what it's all about. So we'll get into that a little bit, but um, the the you have so many people concerned that there's these six story high rises. I mean, every time the story gets told, the high rises get taller and taller. And um, and uh, I even called on Tuesday myself. I called. I was the last person that spoke on the meeting, and I talked about you know the average age of the callers was sixty five and older. I mean the the <laughs> the average was actually probably higher than sixty five. Uh, but the, I get it. I get I get change is scary. And when you see stuff put out there like that, the propaganda and the it leads you to believe that that's the way the city's going, then I can see why that would cause alarm in the community because no one here. And I said it on the when I called in, I said, I said, no one here, the people that have homes, the people that are trying to rent here, no one here wants to see the town change and lose its charm. I, I think we can all yeah, we agree, agree on that. No one wants to see this turn into, I think someone brought up Aspen. Like, this is not going to be right. Aspen. It's not going to be Asheville, North Carolina. It's not going to be Bend. I can even agree with some of Tim's stuff, you know, like right. 100%. Right. Like, if he wasn't being such a personal person about, or a pers- taking a personal tax on people about all the suspects, subjects all summer or fall winter long then this would be a different topic but you know like we all do we want to keep that local feel we want to keep our um the legacy of this area truly is what it is you know like we're in the position and we're at a point where i feel like the town is getting to a point to where it could start really enhancing its legacy and really diving back bringing more of that culture forward and um you know in a ways where it it's like loving yourself. It's like the town gets to a point to where it loves what it is. Right. You know, we're at that point where we're not like trying to get some, I'm going to say it, a sex change mm-hmm. as a town to become this whole new metrosexual, small town, uh, you know, vibe of the city, but it's mountain town. We want that overlay of the whole thing. No, no, no. We don't. Yeah. No, we want to keep the legacy of the local um, the local roots of this area, honoring our roots, and then bring in layers of technology to enhance our way to reach out to the world and be accessible to the world, but also figure out sustainable ways to channel the n- amount of people coming here. And, and then it goes back to this housing topic, which is probably the main topic in this whole thing, yep. is to how to house them. But 
it's just like the local, the bigger crisis of the United States. It's like we should probably look at lo housing our locals and who, the people that sustain the legacy of the town and the one that's already here instead of preparing to bring in all these other people and and whatnot. And then be careful not to spin it in ways of like the wordage of the housing, like low income compared uh, to affordable. This is the big topics. It's like big issue. It's all about how we, you know. If we have, if words matter in this time, mm -hmm. it's all going to be how do we lay this out? Mm -hmm. How does it trigger people in fear to where they react and vote? Or do they really get um, brought to or educated and brought to awareness of actually what is possible and allow the town to actually be a participate in creating that? Right. To me, that's the key. But the way Tim is going about it, he's cutting out the community and, and using the community to... Uh, to cast anger and and fear on and and that energy onto one person. Yeah, this strategy is what's been going on in our country. Yep. So it's like it's that's almost like its own virus. Mm -hmm. To where really the whole issue we've had this whole time is that he takes it personal. To where if we could all work together, I think that everyone. I I just feel like if it loosens that grip and everyone works together, it'll include the community naturally. 100%. We'll be able to easily find a common ground for that legacy to grow into what it's going to become. Anyway, that's, you know, to me, it's this is that middle ground. But if we stand and fight two sides back and forth, we're going to get stuck in that. And then progress is going to like mull us over, bro. Out. Yep. Because that's part of what's happening in the world right now, you know. But locally, we have this struggle and this argument to where the town finally came together around standing up their town. Yeah. Okay. This word to me. Yeah. I'm going to finish this tangent, but it's like they came together around standing up their town and like, no, we can do this. You know, we trust in ourselves. We believe in ourselves. Someone in our community who runs or who is the head of our town right now did that as an example for the rest of the people in town. And then the town stood up and now we're open again. But in that process, he got attacked. Mm -hmm. Okay. He got attacked to the degree to where it, it was put in the paper and it was made this big deal and all this stuff that kind of grew from it with these harassment charges. So anyway, for me, really, we need to work on that stuff. Let this general plan be what it is mm -hmm. and really bring the focus back to cleaning up our backyards. Like get this stuff cleared out first mm -hmm. and then focus on whatever these plans are going to be. Yeah. Because when we look at what the funding for the plan is, there's a lot of red tape and sticky shit that yeah. is actually we're setting ourselves up for possibility of almost giving our town away to policy and laws and enforcement and all this shit that yeah. that we might not have the ability to control. Yeah, in the there's future. a bigger, much bigger issue so. behind it. A lot of it. Right. And then and, and we'll show you. I think we're going to play a clip later. The general plan is a thing that's actually being used in a, in many communities right now every every community is has a general plan that's, that's right. being pushed by that's the thing we need to remember states and federal government and uh, there's a lot of stuff yeah you get some money but there's stuff and you could be creative with it but there's guidelines stuff that comes with the getting the money that you have to follow yep. and that's where we're giving away our power and that's in a right. way where we wouldn't have control and no one in the town could do anything about it because we gave it away so you know and like, that's where all this concern i think that supposedly Tim is on that stance. He doesn't want that. Mm -hmm. So this is where it gets sticky for people in this. And I think it's important. Like yeah. we talked about before, mm -hmm. it's like, we gotta, we gotta let things be what they are. Otherwise everything gets over convoluted 
And then we're just fighting for the sake of fighting something. Yeah. Trying to stand up for something. And we're, we're misguided in that, you yeah, know? We're losing the point. Yeah. Right. We're missing the point. And then it happens anyway. Yeah. And right. we're all exhausted. Right. <laughs> we're like, oh, that wasn't, yeah. that wasn't fair. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So anyway. Yeah. And my points when I called on the meeting on Tuesday was, you know, the low income thing. We got to stop. I know it's semantics, but we got to stop using it's low important. income because as I explained when I made the message, when I called, the whole town is low income. Like we say low income, it, it, it paints this picture where people in their head are like, uh, low income, low income, uh, but that's us. Like that's like I said on Tuesday, it's everyone getting you your coffee. It's everyone bringing you your, your food at breakfast, lunch and dinner at the restaurants. Yep. It's all your bartenders. It's all your hotel staff, your cleaning staff. It's, it's all, that is all low income. We live in Siskiyou County. We live in Mount Shasta. The majority are low income. And, and it just paints this broad brush picture of low income. Oh, not in my town. They, right. No, they're already here. And they're trying to find places to live so they can stay here and work at these restaurants and bars and hotels. And we can't find housing for them. That are buying them. out our town. Yeah. We need one and two story because I want to get into the stories thing. Is everyone's so scared about how tall everything is. I want one and two story uh, condos and apartments because that will solve it. it. We just have to have options for people. Right now, people's right. option is leave. Right. Uh, people that want to be here and contribute. Have and to then leave. we have and this cluster, okay, to tie in with this, that part, mm -hmm. is that we have this cluster of this open-ended agreement right now with whoever comes here to buy a house, they could, they could do whatever they want with their Airbnb. Everywhere else is regulated. Mm -hmm. It's like they come here, they're just like, woohoo, we're making hand over fist yep. in cash, and we're not even having to put it back into their community. Mm -hmm. Or pay tax on it. So, yeah. So it's this whole thing where it's like, that is sucking up all the housing. Mm -hmm. We should tax that, deal with that first, yep. recite, repurpose some housing. Yeah. Let this plan breathe out and figure out from what you're saying. Affordable housing for people and for our growth in what's going to happen from here to 2030. Affordable. That's the Affordable. word. That, that's what this town needs. I think we should focus from now till 2030 and yeah. really hammer out a plan. Yeah. I mean, as a community, you know, give ourselves that whole time. Yeah. What's the deal? Yeah. Right? That's yeah. what the, the the agenda is. Yeah. It's like, why not squeeze it till the end? And so we can get as much time as we can to make choices and all the proper decisions and observe as much as we can instead of knee-jerk reactions to fear yeah. because some guy wants his piece of the money. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole thing I'm going to bring up right now. Mm -hmm. Is like, like, to me, after looking at all this, it's all personal. Mm -hmm. He's not in this, and this is why I'm so heated on this shit, is that... That's a separate topic from the general plan, really. But because he's the one dictating the direction of slandering her and this whole general plan, it once again put the nail in the coffin for me that it's all personal. And every one of his stances on it has been a personal attack on someone or something. Somebody. Okay. Singling it out, making it about him and not in support, not like making an attack and then following through and say, how can I support you? to make this right. Like, mm -hmm. can I call you out on some incongruencies, but how can we work this out? No, it's like, you're this and that. And then he, what, has the answer? Or is his buddy Jeffrey Collings had the answer? Mm -hmm. Or his other buddy, uh, LaForest, who helped build the website, you yeah. know? Yeah. So anyway, for me, it's like, y'all need to come clean. Yeah. Y'all, you, you, you want to be for climate change and, uh, and being open to all these other considerations uh, considerate things for humans, mm -hmm. then do it for your local council and don't slander people. Right. And and listen to them and talk with them and be present and 
be the bigger person or be the big person like you're attacking people, putting them on the stand. Like, hello, let's put you on the stand. Yeah, yeah. Willingly. Why don't you? If you have nothing to hide, jump up on there. Fishbowl yourself. Become an upstanding citizen. Anyway, that's... Put ego aside and work with council together. Exactly. You're on council. Work with them. You were elected again, so cool enough. Put your ego aside and work with them. Yeah, and, and we can get into a little bit of the, I know we just touched on a little bit of the Agenda 21 stuff. And those of you who aren't familiar, Agenda 21 is kind of what we're seeing now uh, all over the whole country take place. It, it's this um, getting, uh, getting states to rely upon funding from the federal government. And uh, what, right. what made people more <laughs> susceptible to needing funding than ha- being losing 100,000 small businesses last year, everyone being out of work for a year, uh, unemployment being overrun, uh, all this money being printed so that people can stay afloat. And what it does is it draws up uh, a, re- a reliance. You need that money now to keep going. So they have you. They have they, You need them now and you need their funding to keep going. So they have you at a point where You've been pushed down for the last year. Uh, income's been drying up. And, well, here's, some, here's a check, but you have to do it our way. And this isn't a Manchester thing. This is, this is the whole – this is every city and every state. Uh, and this is – they're pushing this uh, agenda on people to, yeah, you, here's the money for it, but here's what you have to do in your town. And that's when we lose control. And I think everyone uh, to or fro against the general plan – could agree that we don't want to lose control because we're arguing with each other about it and then all yeah. of a sudden we get slipped into this and now we have no control well uh, okay i want to bring a point into this like yeah. we've seen with the corporations coming here um over time they've been from what locals have felt is implanting people now a part of what is ex- going to be explained here in this video is that that's exactly what they do and without you realizing it these are people that you don't vote in they just come and they just end up being here in mm-hmm. charge of shit mm-hmm. And they come in through your county and then they come into your city and then they can control your city from the county. Mm -hmm. And so we saw that with the coronavirus policies that some dude all of a sudden showed up and he was the director of policy and for coronavirus, you know, relief. And all of a sudden we're all just like, okay, you know, it's like, uh, no. And so that's what we're going to see happen. And and if we're bickering and going back and forth, like you were saying, we're going to miss that part right there. Right. And especially if we're bickering amongst ourselves, they're going to need someone to come in and miss Nancy us. Right. Calm everybody down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we have the answers. answers. We well, have we're the, the answers. ones that run the money, so you're going to listen to us regardless. And that's what we'll fall into the trap yeah. of. And then, then we give away all – everyone gives away their power. That's it. Deciding what's best for that's it. So, But we, yeah. we don't have to go down that road. Yeah. You know. So anyway, I think it's important that people listen to this video yeah. that we're going to play here. It's about five minutes long. Yeah, I think it's very important. Here we go. Bear with us here. We're going to cue it up. Come on. We're waiting for it to start. We'll play this and we'll get back to the podcast. But this is important because it all ties in. It all ties in. With money always comes something you have to give up. So (laughs) be careful of those bearing gifts. (laughs) Sometimes you don't know what you're signing up for until it's too late. Well, that's usually the case. Yeah. I'm not sure when it's not really been like that, you know. 
Yeah. And like you said, this is this is uh, not just Mount Shasta. This is happening in in most cities all across the nation right now. They're being hit with the general plans. General plans. And those of you, well, I'll give out the number while we're waiting. But uh, if those of you, I'm sure there's a lot of opinions right now on uh, moving forward with the general plan for Mount Shasta, and uh, I know that. Um, this is going to be discussed for the next, oh God, uh, 12 weeks, I'm sure, in, in heavy volume. But if you have an opinion on it, uh, you can call us, 530-859-0161, 530-859-0161, and uh, text us or call us, leave your opinion on it. Uh, we could start a little poll as well and uh, just see a general consensus. I heard the meetings, uh, and there's a lot of concerns, but I think a lot of the concerns were due to those uh, Websites that went up showing what six-story uh, condos would look like in our beautiful town, <laughs> um, particularly one pertaining to one right across from my establishment that is where Burger Express is, being a 72 shipping container condo facility uh, with apartment complexes. And I don't know, it just off the top of my head, looking at it, would you want an apartment right next to a train <laughs> that goes by continuously? Uh, is that a good place to have kids at an apartment running out back and the, your back steps is the train tracks and your front steps is Mount Shasta Boulevard? I mean, these are things that are just done out of fear and trying to set a tone of fear for people when they look at the pictures, uh, which isn't really in reality uh, what's happening or what is part of the general plan. It's uh it's not like that. Uh, there are zones that are scaring people where the zones are and the amount of height that you can build up to. But um, obviously, we're not going to see uh, 72 shipping containers stacked up for condos across uh, next to a railroad track or a, right. a six-story building in the old uh, um, Sportsman's Den or not Sportsman's Den, uh, fifth season building. <laughs> you know, um, this is done for dramatization and to draw up reaction and fear. Um, kind of cruel in my, my opinion. Agreed a hundred percent. It made it look like, uh, you know, we were turning into, uh, uh, Vale or Aspen or Boulder, Colorado overnight. But, um, so, so yeah, I'm going to bring this down and see if mine will play it. The okay. International group. It was founded in 1994 mm -hmm. agenda 21 with the sole purpose of implementing agenda 21 worldwide. They say they represent 600 million people in 70 countries around the world, and most people have never heard of them. Now they call themselves local governments for sustainability because they realize we are waking up, we are aware. I think it was around 2005, I was elected to the Citizens Oversight Committee for a huge redevelopment project in my town. And uh, when I was serving on that committee, I found that, in fact, it was a fraudulent project. And uh, in bringing the information, you know, sort of innocently to the town, to the city, I found that, you know, they were going to inform me immediately. And that was uh, sort of my wake-up call to the reality. You know, it's not like um, Area 51 or Catch-22. It's a real plan. It was signed on to in 1992 by the United States and 178 other countries. It's the action plan 
for sustainable development. It is the plan to inventory and control all land, water, minerals, plants, animals, construction, means of production, education, energy, information, and human beings in the world. The thing that is really incredible is that it, you know, it's not something that's way out there like in 1992. It's right now being implemented all over in every town. And of course, it's all over the country and all over the nation. You know, this is, it's an arrogant plan that the idea of regionalization, of course, here in the United States, we have city, county, state, and federal. And we elect all of those levels of government. That's, you know, the people have representative government. But regional government, regional governance is unelected boards and commissions that actually make the rules and direct what happens in your city, county, or state. So in this case, it's MTC, the Metropolitan Transportation Commission, and ABAG, the Association of the Bay Area Governments. These are regional boards. They're going to be directing what's happening here in the Bay Area for 28 years and restricting our land use. There are 500 metropolitan planning organizations in the United States. So this is, it's all over the U.S. And it's, of course, it's around the world. It's a crazy plan. It's not, we're not crazy. The plan itself is right. crazy. And they use these uh, sort of visioning meetings, you know, are actually using the technique to sort of channelize political thought or, you know, people's opinion into a predetermined outcome while giving them the impression that it was all their idea. So aren't you smart? You yes. created that plan all on your own, even though it's the identical plan all over the United States. People who get invited to those visioning meetings are people who are already on board. They are the consultants. You'll find them voting. Oh, it's a great plan. They're going to vote for it. You'll have unelected people who are on boards and commissions. You have people who are coming out of the neighborhoods who have been identified as being willing to go along to get along. Those people are often elevated to positions of power. They're elected as neighborhood association presidents. By default, no one shows up. They say they represent the entire neighborhood. And this is who the stakeholders are considered to be. And you know, what's unsustainable, private vehicles, private single-family homes, tillage, livestock, air conditioning, appliances. Right. These are considered to be unsustainable right. according to this plan. Because it's a global plan, but it's implemented locally. And uh, people are eager to get this information. And to also to understand that this is not a conservative or uh, you know, point of view. You know, it's difficult to hear this when you're progressive. It sort of contradicts your entire worldview. You know, because the educational system has indoctrinated children uh, all the way up through to postgraduate school and uh, sustainable development principles. It is global. It's all over in every country. And uh, most every country has a local Agenda 21 guideline and program. So I think what's happening now, though, is that awareness is really coming to the fore because awareness is the first step in the resistance. Well, I think they do know better, but the deal is that, of course, they, you know, these plans are set up to use the Delphi technique to actually channel and propagandize the public right. into the, uh, the outcome that is desired by this plan. So 
people who are serving, you know, our local officials are being propagandized by their own staff. Right. And the staff, of course, is being propagandized by the American Planning Association, which put out a 12-week-long boot camp about how to handle people like me who are telling the truth about these plants. This is really an indoctrination plan, and it is really about taking away your individual freedom, your right to uh, have and own and use your private property. And our nation is founded on private property ownership, and we are losing our freedom. And that is why we are out there trying to get people on board to assist in working on that. You know, if you're in the county, if you're in an unincorporated town in the county, or if you're just out in the county, literally this plan says that 100% of development has to be within the urbanized areas, basically taking conservation easements over the entire county areas in the San Francisco Bay without paying for them. And literally, you will not be able to build in the county areas. You know, Agenda 21 is about empowering non-governmental organizations and regional boards so that, and these are not elected by us. The way that I think about it is if you're looking at something that doesn't make any sense, it's probably Agenda 21. Globalization is the standardization of all systems, and Common Core is standardization of education. If you don't have enough people using public transportation, let's pack them all into you know these areas right near the stations, you know the train stations, and then we'll have people using transit. But this is you know this is also part of controlling, inventorying, and monitoring, surveilling all the populations, and this is the plan. Children are being indoctrinated through outcome-based education. They're being trained. They're not being taught, they're being trained to be obedient, to not ask questions, to not dissent, to go along, to get along. This is part of this plan. These are the people who go to the visioning meetings. So what is the goal? It's an ideology. It's not just a design style. It's new urbanism, and it's anti-rural. You are being told that it's an economic driver, that if you don't join together with your regional group, you're going to get bowled over by all the other regions, right? That you're gonna go under, that you're not gonna be able to compete. This is genius, really, honestly. This plan is so progressed. It's designed to fail. It's designed to take your transportation dollars and pound them down a rat hole. That's what it's about. It's about taking your money in every possible way. This is a plan to sink our economy. Social equity. This is where this is going. Regions livable communities, sustainable communities, community partnerships, one planet communities, unelected boards and commissions. They said land cannot be treated as an ordinary asset, controlled by individuals and subject to the pressures and inefficiencies of the market. Oh no, private land ownership is a principal instrument of the accumulation of wealth, and therefore it contributes to social injustice. Public control of land use is therefore indispensable. This is the goal, is to take land out of private ownership and move it into control by the government. You don't even know where your city council meets. You think it doesn't matter. But those are the people who make the rules that you live under right there in your town. And you better believe that it does matter. And don't tell me that, that your government is so bad that, you know, that you can't do anything about it. It sure looks like that, but the thing is, is that you've let it get that way, and if you continue to let it get that way, it ain't going to get better. 
So what you need to do is actually occupy your government to take a term that I think was really Here we go. Mm -hmm. to actually go and be a part, be your government. Yeah, we're in the end game here. There's not a lot of time left, so you know you should have been doing this a while ago. But the thing is, is that you need to know what Agenda 21 looks like, and you need to recognize it so that when you see it in your city, you can go and talk about it. You can, first of all, get yourself elected. You can run for office and not get elected, but talk about it. You can stand, you know, up in your city council. Every single item on that agenda is probably related to Agenda 21 if you know what you're looking for. Take down their Delphi meetings where they're manipulating public opinion so that you won't make trouble for them. Because really, they don't want you to make trouble. They're hoping that they don't have to bring out the cops. So they're really wanting to you know, keep you in your seat and keep you at home quiet. So that's what you don't want to be, is the person who sits at home. So you want to take this on, you want to spread this information, you can do it with flyers, you can do it with mailers, you can spend a little money, you can make some videos, you can share them with people, because just knowing without doing something about it is simply not enough at this time. All right. Whew, that doesn't hit home exactly. right here and just in general. If you think about what's just changed lately from COVID and slipped us right into Agenda 21 under the guise of safety. I mean, that just that just summed it up <laughs> right there. And then everything we just talked about prior. That's right. Is right there. That's right. It's right there. What we just talked about in the first half hour is in that five minute video basically explained to you Nine in minutes. layman's terms. Well, I mean, the five minute play cut yes. we played. Yeah. It's right. laid out there right for you. This is exactly right. what it comes from and people she not worked elected. with the city. She worked with a consultant firm in yep. the Bay. That's right. Yeah, and I think that people brought that up on Tuesday. You know, that she worked with some consulting firm. So there was people aware of this and are bringing attention to it, too. So, right. Which is good. But we need more people to be aware. No, right. And so here's the, here's the slippery slope for me. Mm -hmm. You have this guy, Tim, who's saying that he's trying to combat that. Mm -hmm. But he's being the person that she's talking about in this. Right. So how does that work? Right. You know, it's like mm -hmm. that's the whole thing with the president stuff. Like everyone didn't like this one guy, mm. but then they got this other guy in hopes for this girl. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, we got to deal with all this fucked up shit going on. Mm. You know, it's the same thing. It's like, no, no, no. Like something's not right here. How do we, the people, mm -hmm. bring both sides together and bring that awareness like, okay, you should help her understand how we don't let that agenda 21 take us over mm -hmm. instead of being the guy that's standing out alone chastising people and not helping anyone and spending a ton of time of others efforts and involving others in deceiving somebody or deceiving the town by painting a picture of something that's actually not real mm -hmm. and getting everyone to vote based on that illusion mm -hmm. to me that says what she's saying in here yep Yep. It follows falls into that. So it's like yep. we the people. That's why we're bringing this all up. We yep. brought one side up and we're bringing the other side up. And so that we can all look at this properly. And like like she said, get involved. Yeah. Like, and that's what we're doing. We're encouraging that. That's why we're sides. doing this we want to, On the show, you know, we like to see right down the middle and see both that's sides it. of the argument. So that's right. Even if we despise the one council member who we think has an alternative agenda, we're still going to look at the side 
he's presenting and look at his positive points right and look at her positive points and find the common ground of right how do we deal with this everybody like you know how do we uh, confirm to the community it's not going to be this thing that he fears it would be right and then how does he how does he help her learn how to adjust to deal with this policies that are going to come in and lock our town down Mm -hmm. so it's like what the fuck are we miss nancy yeah and when you're Jesus. A, when you're a town that had no tax revenue for the last year because no businesses were open and there was no tourism and you need that money That's it's right. really easy to fall into the trap of okay we'll, we'll just take it and we'll figure it out let's just get that money because yeah we need it nothing we're broke. With it, but but yeah you're not doing anything with right. it right it's not and, really helping that you give up all your power when you take it so, That's right. so we're gonna make yeah. sure that you're not into it for the money tim <laughs> We're going to climb all up into this for that reason yeah. and help you straighten out becoming a more of a supportive advocate the best we can. Mm-hmm. You know, we will push campaigns. We're creative. We're digitally savvy. Mm-hmm. We're going to push this and help this come to, you know, to form. And if you have some great positive things, it's probably your time to step up and talk positively about how you can work this all out. And then we'll reconsider the resi- resignation thing. Right. But in the reality, as goes, like that's going to be the push because you're this thorn in the side. But we also got to look at and talk to Juliana mm-hmm. and, you know, connect these dots with what we're sharing to see like how everyone's coming together around this mm-hmm. and, and trying to work this out, you know, because yep. we got to get rid of the personal stuff and get it back to about the people. The people is right. The city, <sighs> the city and the town and how these people are sacrificing themselves in the council, taking the hit. But trying to do the best for people, we need to bring that out of each person involved. Yep. And not let it go down this negative road. Right. And I think there was a caller that said it best on Tuesday that said, this is our turn to watch and protect the town. Like, this right. is our well shift, said. right? This is our shift. We're watching Mount Shasta through this shift. This is our turn to, to do the right thing to protect it during this time. And this is a very important time in the town's history because the country itself has never had a moment like this, I think. People are going to blast Ever. me for this, but I don't think it ta- the country has seen this kind of attack on freedom since right before the Revolutionary War when 13% of the people stood up. It wasn't 100%. It was 13% that stood up and fought the British. But I hate to compare it to that, but it has that feeling where every day I'm waking up and this freedom's gone and that freedom's gone and this is censored and now we're going to find you for this and we're going to... F- and we're just seeing it and this is a part of it. This is a part of it that we can solve here locally Maybe we can't solve it nationally, but we can solve it in Mount Shasta if we and all. That's right. And this is an important place really on the planet. Yeah. Especially when oh, it comes yeah. to many water resources. And resources and water. And that's right. Yeah. And, you know, it's a clean place to come. And people are coming here for that reason. And there's still some sense of a freedom here. How are we going to be as locals representing that for other people that do come here safely and that we got it? We're, we're the free ones here. Yeah, yeah sure. But how do we represent that in our city structure? Are we just going to get mulled over by the bougie money that that is really the the human potential movement and this whole other thing that's going on mm-hmm. with the progressive elites? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, no, no, we want to stay local. Right. And we're talking food supply system. We're talking all kinds of local food movements and food being grown. Like there's so much positive stuff that we can do Mm -hmm. in this. Let's figure out this housing so we can house our people, 
figure out how to set up and get ready for what's going to come and save not totally <laughs> resist it, but save our water right. first and foremost right. so we can protect our region. Right. Like the whole thing with the city of weed, like if they lose that and they have to pay for that water, that water is what saved them during that fire. bro. Yep. And if we're in a drought, then these resources are absolutely critical infrastructure. Yep. So it's like how if we're not generating income in our areas and able to be open, how are we going to pay for that? Right. So anyway, yeah. that's our local topic for yeah. tonight. <laughs> and when in, in the conscious thread, we're about solutions, too. So our solution to this is we all put aside ego and all put aside what, what we're scared about with the town and a change and all this. And we get together and we figure this out as a people. We don't need the help from this Agenda 21 to get it done. We know what's best for the town, but we all have to come together that's right. and agree on at least what we can agree on and then move from there. That's our solution is getting together on this, not yeah. fighting each other during it. Seeing what works and what we can control, and and just finding common ground between all our arguing, our bickering. That's and, right, and know. keeping everyone and uh, keeping each other in check for the best benefit for everyone. Right, you know, right. not letting someone do all the work for us, and we'll support them because we don't have to do nothing. Right, and they're just going to cover it because that mentality is the older mentality that's tired. Yeah. You know, but all of us, there's so many more people here that can stand up and bring their voice forward. Yep. And everyone's intelligent on whatever level. Yeah. You know, it's come on now. Here yeah. we go. Got right, that's our local stuff. That's our local topic for tonight. A big one. And I'm sure we're going to be touching on that one for many, many weeks to come here as we move forward. But I do want to bring up some more local stuff, which is um, we're yep. opening up. We're going to start having live shows here. Yep. We have one coming on 420. It's a hip hop show. Yep. We'd love it if people are out and about and they want to come support some local events. People are taking it, uh, taking a chance, putting it, taking a risk, mm-hmm. putting this together to support local talent. And right here, 420, yep. 9 o'clock. Tuesday night. That's right. Come on out. It's been a while since you've seen some live entertainment. I That's mean, right. we, we, none of us have seen live, live entertainment in a year. Right. And also, longer, is it, you know? isn't Music in the Park starting soon? Music too? in the Park is coming back. That was another thing, yeah, we should talk about that. That was great news to hear that they're going to bring Music in the Park back. That, That's fantastic. That lights this town. I mean, that just lights the town up. Just everyone talking about it. Man, I'm so happy it's back. I mean, that's good for morale, good for it community is. morale, especially, great. you know. It's great. It's great. So, that yeah, we'll have the concert series back. It's and we're going to start doing streaming on those Sundays. Yeah, the radio so station will be So tune in there. to us for the Sunday in the Park live video stream. Yep. We're excited about that. Yeah, the so. schedule's released. There's, uh, I think it's six or seven bands, When's right? it start? Uh, good question. Not prepared for that one. July okay. something? Thirteen. Yeah, we'll post that stuff. But yeah. I think there's seven or eight weeks of it, or it, it might be seven. Sunday on Poachers is one of the bands. Uh, and man, I mean, how much are we all jonesing for some live music right now, man? Right. I mean, I'm here at the bar. We're jonesing to bring bands back. We have this hip hop show coming on, which hip hop's not for everybody, but we're gonna have bands returning. Uh, uh, the Winfields is putting out new albums and new work. We have the solo artist Matt. Their lead singer, he's going to do one uh, one gig here every second Tuesday of every month. Matt's going to do a solo show on Thursday. I'm sorry, second Thursday of every month, uh, 9.30 to midnight. He's just going to do Excellent. by himself, sometime bringing guests with him. But we're going to have live entertainment starting in May with him here. And I know everyone loves Matt. And um, it's just be good to have some live music back in the bar. Live music oh, in yeah. town. It's going to be well, great. Well, yeah, for people to come around. Yeah. You know? So it's time. Yeah, it's, it's time. time. We're opening back up. You know, let's Summers deal are coming. with this. Yeah. 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 Spars or not? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's another topic. That's a whole nother a whole topic. topic. I found more information uh, on that. It's being exposed right now by General Flynn. 
Yeah, I saw that video. Did yep. you see that? Yep, I did. It's yep. crazy. I know. I know. But yeah, it's funny what. <laughs> yeah. It's funny to see what's going on out there. We do our own research, by the way. Yeah. You know, part of us and our team, we're into data, yeah. like real data. And so we do it. We source information. Yeah. And so in that, you know, it's it's the whole thing of staying in the middle, in the gray. Yeah. We don't Fig- watch mainstream. We're not CNN no. or Fox we take it or in MSNBC. We, we take it in to and see, see what the, the sides of it. Right. But we don't watch it and go by it. No. Obviously. And because of we see the sides, we look for the middle. That's what's so helpful. Staying and every single time, there's always a solution. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyways, in our minds. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we have a radio show. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we get some local. We can stay local on that. Uh, we have, um, I guess the next topic was vaccines and military. We could probably start that in an hour or two, if, unless you want to get into it real quick before we break. Well, uh, we, I do want to talk more about that. Yeah. Um, we could just talk on this real quick. Let me bring it up. And vaccines, a touchy topic. <laughs> yeah. And I have a lot. <laughs> to speak of to that mm-hmm. about the origins of coronavirus. Yeah. yeah and I've done some major research on that. Yeah. And how it's supposedly so novel and we yeah. don't know about it when actually we've known about it for a long time. It all time. comes down to one protein. Huh? It does really. Yeah. It, well, it comes down to what happens when you put viruses together. Yeah. Right. And that's what's unknown, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But it was done in a lab. Yeah. So we'll just leave that there, and we'll talk about this other thing real quick. Yeah. 40% of the Marines have declined the coronavirus vaccine. Yeah. This is from The Hill. 40%, whoops, excuse me real quick. 40% of Marines declining the coronavirus vaccine according to the data obtained by CNN. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But still, it's the hill. We're hoping there's some credibility to this still. (laughs) There's been a 38.9% decline rate, but the Marines are providing information to individuals to encourage them to get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. The Navy Marine Corps are providing substantial education information broadly and working with the commands to ensure vaccines, or sorry, ensure Marines, sailors, and beneficiaries have accurate information regarding the safety and efficiency of the vaccines to encourage individuals to get immunized. The data shows that 75,000 Marines have received the vaccine and 48,000 have declined it. Which is weird because usually in the military, they just you just get in line, they poke you with it. Which So this I, when the first thing that went through my head when I saw this was, wow, they're actually giving them a choice. Well, that's what's interesting. To not take it, it because usually, I mean, uh, we have friends here in the military that say, man, I just lined up and they just... Well, that's what my boom, dad. Boom, boom, my dad's whatever. gone through that. He's like, I was a pincushion. They just stuck you with everything, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's no PTSD in the, in the military. Either, so that's good. Jesus. Yeah, right. So Wood said that the Marines mostly include the ones that are resisting it are young and healthy individuals, and that there are multiple reasons they there's multiple reasons that they might decline the vaccine. Sure, it wasn't just. Just because they're against yeah. vaccines or, yeah. For example, the individual may have deferred until later to allow others to get the vaccine, may have gotten the vaccine on their own and not through military channels. They could be unavailable for a second dose, blah, blah, blah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, basically this is showing that there's a natural resistance to this, mm-hmm. even within our governmental structure. Right. So it's not just that we on the outside are issued this campaign of information Mm -hmm. it's actually global and it's everyone involved so 
are, you know, at least nationally, on everyone's being affected by this instinctually, though. There's this natural resistance to getting the fucking vaccine right now. Mm -hmm. And to me, I can go on all day about it. Yeah. But anything that's experimental, first off, you're going to want to wait just for your own healthy sake, not just because you saw people dying. Yeah. If you if you read anything on the Internet, you could find people dying every day for many reasons, reasons. not because of covid yeah that's because you're lazy and you don't leave social media within two clicks and that's all you watch right. you know it's like come on now people right. turn your brain on and go hmm i'm right? gonna look into the stats a little bit and find out for myself because i love myself enough yeah to know the data to make sure that i'm not being tricked or fooled or yeah whatever yeah because i hear people getting the vaccine but they also say they feel like it's still man-made. Yeah. Or the virus is man-made. Man yeah. And so anyway, to yeah. me, it's there's such a fear campaign. It's really important to pay attention to how people are responding. And yeah. that's why I brought this topic up today. Well, and I think it's funny, too, because it leads Naturally, in, you know? to something that happened this week as well. Like uh, three days ago, if you got on anything on social media and said anything bad about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, they would cite you for misinformation, flag it, block right. it. And then a day later, after you had posted something about Johnson & Johnson not being safe, Johnson & Johnson pulls their vaccine off the market because it's not safe. Right. But a day ago, have you posted about it, they're telling you it's misinformation. Right. But then they pull it off the next day. So this is where it gets into... Well, we're starting to see that, though. Right. We're starting to see the blatant... Right. The blatant, blatant... Programming. Programming, like, yeah. I mean, there's a narrative to this. Yeah, you don't and dump $320 million into an anti-vaccine hesitancy campaign... And not throw stuff out there like this with right. about how vaccines are awesome. That's all. Well, that's the other that's question I've propaganda. had to a lot of people. It's like, yeah. hey, if you're going to talk about the vaccines positively, yeah. show source. Right. Show where mainstream media or any scientists are talking about how it benefits you. Yeah. I just want to know how it benefits people, how it helps people. Yeah. And if it's good for you at all. Yeah. Like, please show your sources yeah. on how it's good for you. Not just that it possibly stops you from getting the coronavirus right like but also look at what it does that isn't good for you yeah. but source it all and share that information don't just say oh i got it so i don't know it's good yeah right like that shows that it's like we're like yeah. really kind of being idiots yeah as the general public goes and i don't want to say that because i love people yeah but the reality of it is is it's like that and i'm seeing people fight over that yeah because and they won't explain why though do your part well what well what? we're okay do our part but what positive information do you have me to do my part with uh, we don't even know this is still in the trial yeah period. but where like dude, so you dude in know. the senate going off on fauci he's like just give me stats right there isn't any stats like There's there no isn't stats. no it's just when when the counts go down but who's determining when the counts to go down? Yeah. You control the data and the numbers. So it's just this constant thing. Like yeah. the people are being like this now. Right. They're unreasonable. They're not being sensible. They're not standing up to help others understand and educate them. Right. They're just fighting back because they were ashamed and that they got it really. Mm. But they were so afraid they had to get it. And so they're just going to get mad about it and take it out on other, other people because they did never learn to resolve that mommy daddy issue right. that they had when they were young. Right. But we won't go into that. Right. <laughs> we'll stick on the surface and be like, yeah. come on, people, do your research. Yeah. It's a trial. It's still in the trial clinical stage. 
It hasn't been approved by the FDA. It hasn't been tested on animals yet. No. And we did that last week. And we week. won't know, I know, for 18 months what will happen to your body. That's right. And we showed, like, it. the Moderna even tells you, like, on you even have a right to say no right. on their document. Because it's a clini- It's a trial clinical period. And it's uncertified. Yes. But the mainstream media will have oh, you believe this dude, is... I'm, gonna, I'm, this I'm is starting it. to get pissed. I know. It's I think time. it's time for music. Good time for a break. Oh. oh right at our hour cutoff. I yeah, I think it. it's perfect. That's right. We got some hot topics for hour two coming up. Yep. And yeah, thanks for sticking through this first hour. It's really important to us, this local movement. Saveour.town. We've got our Facebook pages and groups started, and we're building them. We're putting content in there. But we're going to launch this soon through that website, Mm -hmm. which is saveour.town or saveourtown.siskiu.social. But anyway, they all connect to the same place. We're on Facebook now. We will be launching that campaign soon. So get involved with your local community. Amen. Let's figure out the situation. Get Tim to chill out. Work together with the team. Let's open all these things. Let's lay everything out on the table. Get the community involved. Open book policy. We'll figure it out. Transparency. We got this, people. Come on. Yep. All right. I'm going to bring out some music. Why don't you wind us up with some uh, uh, shameless promotion? Real quick. uh, 530-859-0161. 530-859-0161. Text or call us. Uh, I'll try and get to you in the second hour. We're going to take a little 15-minute break, and uh, we'll be back for hour number two. We back. We back. We back? Live and in effect? I believe we are back. All right. Let's get Instagram and Facebook rolling. Hour number two, April 16th, 2021. The weirdest year in America history. Yeah. (laughs) It's the edge of the old and the new all in one. It's like the seam or the zipper or something. It's like, you know, right there in the middle of this big transformation. Like Mm -hmm. it really is happening. Mm -hmm. Because regardless... How we're using tech and integrating it more just every day in our lives to where how much we spend on the fucking phone looking at it. Yeah. On social media. Yeah. You know, swiping shit. Yeah. You know, it's like we've integrated it. So it's already transforming. Our world is transforming compared to what it used to be when I grew up was. Yeah. Playing with the stick. Right. (laughs) Kick the can. Yeah. Yeah. Just watching people on uh, Twitter compare uh, six people dying the Johnson Johnson vaccine to. 27 people dying with guns yesterday and wanting to get rid of guns. I'm like, we got rid of drugs. How did that work? Because if you take the guns away, crime will just stop. People stop shooting each other. Is that what you're saying? Oh, my God. No, they're going to find another method to yeah, do it to people. Exactly. It's, it's not the gun. It's the human it's to the human. person <laughs> with the gun or a knife or a sport. Well, see, you know, whatever one, they of, got. one of the things I think that is important for humanity at some point mm. to understand is like the cause and effect of everything how shit happens actually yeah. instead of just being hung up in what it what happened in the end it's like you know it's like it's like i feel like humanity's lost its um ability to understand how things become the way they are right you know and they just stand up for one point in something yeah that's what happens when you eliminate history yeah <laughs> when you or t- write it or take, the way you want it take it away or never even give it the way it was yeah. to begin with. Yeah. In the indoctrination. Yeah. I saw a good stat the other day. It was uh, more people died last year from sticking stuff up their up their anus 
than from AR-15s in the last five years. Really? (laughs) I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Just think about that. Maybe we should get rid of uh, uh, stuff that goes up your anus. I I think you'll get big resistance. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Anyway, here we go. Back on topic. Let me get my glasses on. So we left off uh, with the military and the vaccines. And then we go into the next topic we had was the CNN and Project Veritas. Is that how you say it? Veritas? Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. That's what it naturally sounds like to me. So the sum up Project Veritas and CNN, the story that came out this week. uh, They had a system of, uh, well, they had hidden cameras and they went in and were talking to CNN executive, right? Yeah. On pace on this. Yeah. And uh, he admitted, you know, using propaganda to to defame Trump and how they were all in on trying to get Trump not uh, reelected and how they thought it was wrong for the country and they were going to take it in their hands to do what they could on their end to to show that through that's their right. channel, right? You yep. know, and I basically that's what or direct that narrative. That's what conspiracy theorists were saying, right? When treated like conspiracy theorists, when here he is, the executive on CNN was admitting yeah, it. That's the proof. The, the thing that drives me crazy is people posting that, that he admitted it, and then those people posting it being blocked on Twitter and saying that big tech and CNN are not all in cahoots. And then you ask yourself, well, what does that say about Twitter, right? Right. 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 And what do you, what does it say about what bigger thing is controlling Twitter? Right. So. Right. That's some real information. Again, real Well, information you know how it is, though. There's that blocked. thing we've understood, though, is the big fish eats the little fish. Yeah. And it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. We just talked about this tonight with Discord mm-hmm. and other things, you yeah. know, like that inevitability is happening by those conglomerate co- bigger corporations that have eaten all the other bigger ones that are becoming the big ones. Yeah. And that's happening. That's this process of it happening. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Censor, 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 censor. Yeah. And those yeah. media outlets are bought in place right. to use as those mediums that everyone already plugged into. They buy this platform full of people. Yep. You know, and so like Jack or whatever the fuck his name is, is like, sure, well, that's a lot mm-hmm. of cash, dude. Yeah. How can you say no? Right. Plus, they got these black vehicles. Keep making sure that I say yes. Let's sit outside my car. So I'm good, dude. Yeah, we're good with this. We'll go. We'll roll with this. Sure. I won't eat kids, but censorship you know. sounds great. <laughs> this is a China. Right? I mean, America, right? Uh, uh yeah, it's hilarious. Hold uh, on, I just lost my headphones. So, so Twitter, so basically CNN admits that they that they did this smear campaign, especially the one that he that I liked that he talked about was when Trump got sick or was he stumbled on the ramp or got sick and they made it a medical issue. Yeah. They brought in all this team of medical experts to die, right. dissect. Is he okay? Is he okay? Yeah. He said that was all made up. He was on slicks on his shoes and that shit, that ramp was slip. Slippery. That uh, they, he admitted on camera, they made they brought in all those medical people to to, to pull it, to dissect it, and it was all over, nothing. It was all created by them. Right. He admitted on camera, and then you post about it, showing the world, then they they block you. Right. For what? Right. For what? Well, because that socialist program. Yeah. Well, that program is being put in place, and yeah. the more resist, they know you're going to resist, so they're going to monitor and make sure they pay attention to you because you resisted. Mm. But they're going to just shove it off and deal with you until so they can get it laid out regardless. And so that's what we're experiencing, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. is that these things are being rolled out and they're experiencing resistance, but not really because they've got people caught up in the coronavirus. So they don't really have the aptitude to pay attention to that because. Everywhere they go, the corona is out there looking for you. Yeah, it's tracking you down. Watch out. It might be there. 
<laughs> Did you just sneeze? Yeah. I've seen a lot in people's Did you sneeze? It's, it's a lot in people's cars. Oh my god, you sneezed. <laughs> there seems to be a rash of about it. this sneaking like, into wow. cars overnight and then attacking them while they're driving. So oh it's, yeah. It's good that people are wearing a mask in their car. Of two of them. Yeah, cuz uh, you don't want to be Oh no, Fauci said one, so it's okay. It's back to one now, yeah. right? But it's good to be safe. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's been it's been what happens is it comes in a tailpipe. And it sneaks into your car and it waits it till you drive to work. That makes sense. Yeah, and then, it, and then it attacks you while you're driving to work. So you definitely want to keep the mask on while you're in the car by yourself alone. Right. Because it can sneak in. That's right. Through the air ducts. Well, it's just in case when you are out in public, you don't, you know, you don't infect your car. Right. Yeah, you want your car infecting no, other cars. Right. Right. Yeah, that would be horrible. Or the inside of your car. Uh, and then what do we do? Because if anyone else got in your car. Yeah. You would be the cause. Yeah, it would be all on you. Yeah, killing your passenger. It's good to be kind and considerate. I understand. Do your part. Do your part. Jesus Christ Almighty, we've lost our Where fucking were we? minds. I don't know. I can't talk what? about that enough. I, I just... Wow. I started calling people out on the street when I see it. You know? Yeah. Is it well, behind you? Well, okay. I think to tie that all together, bro, yeah. and where we're meandering around yeah. is the point of... Okay, why are why would Twitter do such a thing? Mm -hmm. Like, and you've brought that up last hour too. You know, it's, yeah. And those key points are important to people to understand. Like, okay, yeah, you accept it doesn't just all fall under they're in a private company, and they can do what they want because Ooh. that's the one excuse everyone uses. Nope, it doesn't work. No, it doesn't. It, but it does bring it up. But see. If you haven't done the time to understand any of these other moving parts, there's nowhere to connect that to, bro. Right. And I think that's the pressure. That's the part that um, creates the resistance to it, you yeah. know? And so I get it in that, you know, if you don't understand, it's easier to go with what is the feed, what you can see, what you is there. what. And so that's what we're dealing with is most folks have worked just a job and just never really wanted to do the job and live their life exhausted all day because they had to focus on doing some job and job shit. right and so when they got home they just didn't want to do anything because they were exhausted from having to work and focus right that they would just you know especially these days yeah get on their phone and like bubble out and go into the outside world just you know out, right right and so in that it created this kind of thing where you just were on the you were looking forward to the feed like tv and the whole thing for all these generations yeah because it was before that it was just nature you know it was now you're getting this entertainment you know right and so naturally we get used to that and we go to that to fill the time mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. but that's where it all happens mm -hmm. but that's where it it enables us to explore that world but it doesn't give us any insight to go oh you should check out this other shit that also is part of humanity and yeah so there's a huge divide and disconnect in it all yeah where the people that seek it's like they've already done this part they're seeking for a reason they're they want to be all over this side you know what i mean right so they can understand it all mm -hmm. and so naturally we've got these two two sides divided yeah so it's really hard for us to understand in in the bigger play like you have Twitter, you have all these different things. They're trying to support a narrative, but what do you really think that narrative is? And this is what I'm trying to get at in all my ramblings here, mm -hmm. is like, what's that bigger piece doing? It's keeping people divided. Divided. Yeah. And so we're going, fucking censorship. Yeah. And the other people going, yeah, but, but we can say our side, and it's not blocked. Right. Simple as that. That's it. 
That's it. So I'm just trying to get to the nuts and bolts of the physics. Yeah, and it, and it's um, embarrassing. You know, there's two examples that we use. That's tonight. an agenda. Yeah, is there's what an I'm agenda, and, and it be two examples tonight where if you were day early on the Johnson and Johnson thing, you were labeled misinformation and full of shit, right. and then the next day they remove the vaccine. Or if you were a day early on the CNN shit, and then you see the guy admit that they did all this during the election, and then the ne- they're they're telling you you're full of shit. Right. And you're deleting your account. But right. he just said it on camera that right. they did that. So right. why am I being? Yeah, and That's then right. there's and an obvious agenda. And we want to let everyone know if you if you're into using your computer to do stuff, it's it's great. You, I think you could even get it for your phones and stuff. But there's a plugin for your browsers. It's called the Wayback Archive. Yeah. And what it does is it allows you to archive any page you ever find. So if you find something important that you want to time stamp and save a copy of it to the archive like database, yeah, you get that plugin. It's a, so handy because things change fast on the internet, especially mm-hmm. these days. Like old data is changing to new, yeah. And it's like it's like important to document how we, you know, what's really going on. Anyway, I'm only saying that because yeah. to to I think it's important that we document the story and we can refer to things as yeah. well, you know, as we go along. But it also keeps them from getting erased. Well, right, because we you can know. see why Twitter, why these platforms would be used to send to divide people. Right. What is the plan? What What's the point of that? Why is yeah. this happening? Yeah. What kind of system is coming in place? And it ties back to the Agenda 21, which right. ties to the Greater Reset, which ties to the, the world order of the, you know, the one world um, system that works that registers everyone the same way yeah. through all the AIs and all the system, you know. Yeah. The whole deal. So yeah, and I just give you an example of like the uh, whether you're pro or against or for defunding the police. So what happens is you get rid of all. Eventually, we get rid of all the police departments because police are bad. Police are bad. Police are bad. And then who do we come in? Well, the UN is going to send in this team to to, pr- to patrol, and it's the all UN thing. Well, mm-hmm. that's how it starts. You you just eliminate or. And then slide into place. Well, you know how they might not. Okay, that might happen sooner than later. But let's say, how can they get there before that? No, they send drones with contact tracing and they find you and they just come to your door. Right. That's how important this time is. That's exactly how important it is. Because they don't need all that UN stuff. Right. That's on the agenda. That's on the plan. Yeah, but that's what. But that's that's a big drastic change for us yeah. to really surmount and see. Right. It'll be gradual. So it's conspiracy right. in its nature. Right. Whereas when we were going to see it on the physical level, is they can spot who you are and track you down. Yeah. And then monitor your movements and yeah. find you and go there and get you. Yeah. I mean, that's as simple as it is. Well, it's as simple as facial recognition with cameras, right? And then right. you have the people that aren't wearing masks are now you're on camera as a non-mask wearer. So you're pinpointed out as a dissenter. Well, and they say that um, yeah. I was reading on some of the documentation on the contact tracing. It's like it detects a certain amount of times that you are um, in a public place that um, is a certified spot to wear masks. Right. Like, and you're not there for in the more you frequent. And then they track it with your social media and watch what you post. Right. Like it's all connected to the framework in yeah. the ways where it associates you. And then it runs you through program like it monitors your yeah. actions based on that triangulates and shit. Yeah, and people and p- people that are thinking five G right now. Five G is not for the yeah. There's the cancer side of it and all that. It's not for the side of what you, what people were yeah, saying. Yeah, but the percentage of what it, how it affects people. It's it's the AI that shares that information of 
you on your social media, talking oh, yeah. to you on camera, talking to oh, yeah. facial recognition. More it brings all that together so that they can process that yeah. quicker. That's the whole thing with 5G. It's not the latency. That, it's not oh, coronavirus and all that shit. It's, no, no. It's, it's just to speed up information sharing That's between right. it's the everything. So they can, there's Chris. He left his house. Didn't wear his mask in the area. Right. had a mask. On his social media is saying exactly uh, master right. bed. Boom. 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 More access. to his door. So CERN and EIS all, those, agent big, to his all door. those big generators in these different countries. Yeah. Those are all latency generators. Yeah. Dude. They basically are creating enough energy so that information can travel fast enough at any different part of the region of the earth that the information can be extrapolated and there's no delay in distance for the computational quantum computers to receive that information, process it, and r- r- spit out data from it. Okay. Right. And so the the five G towers allow that much more bandwidth to be shared and transfer transferred, and like you say, be processing local data because it can use that high speed. It's all tied in, together. Right. right? And so what people I don't think sometimes understand in the hardware is like when we heard about all these fiber layouts, like yeah. they're laying all that orange pipe everywhere. You know, people have seen all these years. Yeah, that was the backbone for this system. Right. And it was like I found locally in our in our region here in the Forest Service, um, all of the schematics and maps and um, the the contracts of who was putting in the 5G towers from 2015, bro, hmm. or, or before that. I'm sorry, before 2012, 2012. Right. Yeah. And like who was doing it and when they were going to do it. And it was these times like yeah. they would they would have to be, have these towers in. Yeah. And they were basically they laid that pipe way back when then they. Now they're putting these towers up, you know, because fiber is, I guess, up to 10,000 megabytes a second. That's 10 gigs a second. Both directions, though. Okay. Both directions. And that's the old fiber. That's the original fiber that was laid out. But it's getting better. But that is a lot of data back and forth. That's, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. That's what it is. It, it really is happening. This agenda is happening. These mm. things are in place. These are, it's not like we debate and that's the part we stay in the debate and this just keeps rolling out. And I think part of what we're trying to tie together is to kind of bring focus to it all, look at it all and say like, hey, at least let's look at these things happening around us in our home, in our town. Take her advice on that video earlier and get involved in our local government. Try to get in and put our hands in shit and change it. And then watch the government and its stupid shit and watch all this stuff. I mean, the reason for the Twitter, the reason we want to do our own local social network is mm-hmm. because of the shit that we saw coming years ago mm-hmm. with what's now happening with Twitter. You right. know, it's like, how do we t- put all this together? You right. Know? Right. Like we have topics about other things, but this is good shit. Yeah. Because we're like, you know, it all ties in. It's yeah. part of the whole agenda. It's yeah. It, with with more technology comes more uh uh, surveillance, like it just comes it also hand in hand. becomes it, more potential if we use it correctly. Right. It's all if we're just on the feed, yeah. and this is that my whole other rant. I'll go on. Is like if we're just expecting to get the the answers fixed and done for us, mm-hmm. we're done. Mm-hmm. We're registered. We're going right in. Yeah. Those of us that can tap into this technology and use it as it changes and use it for our betterment, we influence the transformation of humanity. In our way, so it's like it's important because AI reads off the everything. People. AI reads we off make everything. our own AIs. We right. build our own AIs to watch these AIs. Right. It's like that's the whole thing, and we'll program ours based on nature's algorithms so that it always is true to the OG. Right. 
and it just watches all the systems and mechanisms and gives us data on what it's going to do. And it mimics it. Mm-hmm. And it's simple, bro. Mm-hmm. That's our safety. Mm-hmm. And we use the same tech. And we also use it to grow our food and help us um, lay out our programs so that we can let it run perfectly without human error and produce the most food for the least amount of energy and do it regeneratively and then be able to live off that food and then create more in our community because what we are what we eat. And so this whole regenerative mindset and principle and all that, we do gracefully with the best water and some amazing agriculture up here. We have a chance for being an epic model mm-hmm. and transforming this town, using that money and Jedi that stit and Aikido it and like take that money and make it our own thing with it and there's nothing they can do we followed the policies but we turned it into a regenerative microculture here in our bioregion and a model that will just catch on like the truth you know Mm -hmm. yeah anyway it's a great point it's a great point so like there's a lot to that yeah you know but i feel like the stuff we were talking about earlier is like why why such blatant censorship right why is it such this fucked up shit why does he come out and he's all fragile and he has to be wheeled why is it so all these other things yeah when you know none none of us really know that that's what we want and you have one side that fought for it now they're kind of like yeah it kind of sucks but hopefully kamala comes in right but to tie this all up to what you were talking about in our topic right now is he said that in the video that they all want kamala in the in the CNN. CNN's directive was to get Kabbalah in there as president. So right. that's bringing it full circle. The, what, the <laughs> candidate that received zero percent during the DNC primaries that no wow. one wanted. The first one to bow out of the DNC primaries was her because she had zero percent. Wow. Well, maybe she's an anomaly. Zero likability. But that's who's president. So okay. Crazy. Okay. Crazy. Um, yeah, I want to, well, we can get into the rest of the topics. I just, yeah. why, why we're on that, there's been a lot of stuff that came out. I mean, remember right before the election, the um, the the thing was that uh, uh, Trump let the uh, soldiers get uh, shot by the, remember that story that came out like a month before the election where they said, oh, it was, it was on Trump's watch. He had this ability to stop it. He didn't stop it. He let those soldiers get, remember that story where the soldiers got killed and they, they blamed it on him knowing and not doing anything to prevent it. They just that yeah. just came out yesterday and said they all that they backtracked on all that. That never that was another thing CNN that backtracked on that never really happened. That was a propaganda smear right bef- right really before track record right uh, now. especially in November yeah. <laughs> last year. Yeah, but again, it's just things like that. And whether you're pro Trump, anti Trump, it doesn't matter. We're not like that here. We're just staying down the middle. But yeah. when you cite examples of running fake stories and then backtracking them four months after the election, after no one cares, right. That's a problem. Like, that's blatant propaganda yeah. to control your to control your narrative to control your vote, yeah. and that shouldn't have a place in our elections. It, it, no, they should be reporting on the elections, if not was, giving if, you your their take on who was, they want you to vote for. But it's like if there was the chance that we would be able to do it anyway, right? But we're starting to realize that no, there wasn't there even was an option. Chance. No, that there wasn't an option, right? Right. right. Yeah. To even have it be a chance. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a directed narrative for a reason. That's right. Like this greater reset, it's like we almost don't have control. It's like what we have control over is how we go through this. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like we want to help people understand that, but really we, we have enough time to focus on ourselves and our community and help our local, like 
we keep bringing it back to that's all we can control is right here right right here right so here. we encourage that for everyone whoever's listening is like yeah. you know really uh live our time right now to its fullest in mm-hmm. our community in our personal worlds get not involved on, get involved get worry about all the worldly politics now you just can't control it from here like we were going to do a campaign at one point where everyone just encourage everyone and we'll give them like whatever a tab or something if mm. whoever gets the most days without facebook crispy cream donut <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should have a vaccine yeah. drink keystone light a vaccine drink yeah we should actually we're gonna get the blue shots coming next week nice get bro. your blue shot we'll do it it's in blue syringes. season it's blue season you'll have it in syringes I'll syringe it into their mouth yeah bro hasn't been tested yet but we're gonna give them to them anyway that's right yeah we're gonna test it on them actually see what happens we're going to put the, what's the chloroquine in it? Yeah, the hydrochloroquine. <laughs> we'll just throw a few tabs be in there. there. You'll be fine. We're helping humanity. You're fine. <laughs> Get your immunizations here. Here, right at the bar. The blue drink. The blue shot. Get your, it's blue season. Get your blue shot. Uh, That's all a joke, by the way. Yeah, it's all a joke. We're just bullshit. On the record. Uh, so we had a topic. Uh, we don't have to talk long on this because I think Whatever it's you want. Uh, the Idaho push to expand by adding parts of California and Oregon. Now, anyone who's obviously lived in Mount Chester, Siskiyou County knows of the state of Jefferson. Right. And that's always been a thing and that tried in the 50s and still trying today. You know, I think. It's, yeah, it held uh, up the um, Cal exit thing. That's, that's what right. stopped it, actually. That's right. So now you have and it was in the Mount Chester uh, news uh, this week that there's a, a push by a, a bunch of people that are trying to get uh, groups together to expand Idaho uh, to almost having a seaport by branching off into southern Oregon, having an actual seaport for the state of Idaho, well, cool. and then also including the top half of uh, you know northern California, Siskiyou County included, which is why it's an issue here. Uh, you know, there's lots of interesting arguments, both uh, pro and con, for this idea. Um, you know, there's some people, Idaho has uh, more freedoms and more rights and not falling into the trap of California where we're just going to make everything illegal. I go back to the signs on the beach thing. You know, there's one sign on the beach back in the day, and now there's a thousand signs on the beach of what you can and can't do right. with your dog or your tennis ball or your beer. Uh, your whereas beer? Idaho, yeah, you can't bring beer to the beach. Idaho is not like that. They're a little more free in Idaho and a little more about the people, but they also are anti-cannabis, so you have... Uh, you know, there's a there's a pros and cons to all that. Take I mean, away our weed. There's a lot of dude. stances. There's a lot of stances where California's a little more. Well, maybe we that. can convert them to the ways of Northern right. California goodness, right? Because this is special up here. Right. <laughs> they might enjoy this. Weed. Oh yeah. Well, that's the yeah. outer fringe of what it looks like on here. Yeah. So maybe we'll get the fringe of yeah. Idaho, part of the triangle. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but it's it's yeah, good well, for discussion. I mean, imagine the Emerald Triangle being expanded all the way through Idaho. all the way up to Idaho. Damn, I know. dog, and, Idaho, and Oregon. Those, those of you who haven't been to Idaho, I highly recommend it. It's a beautiful it is. state, and people are really great. You should there. go there instead of Mount Shasta. It's yeah. fucking perfect. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I thought it was interesting, and if I I hadn't even heard that, and they read the article this week, and it was kind of eye opening because um, you know you heard of state of Jefferson, you heard of California breaking off into five states, you heard of. Uh, doing California so that the votes are way different based upon areas and regions. But this is the first I heard of Idaho being the one that would want to branch out and grow and expand shrinking Oregon, shrinking California. Right. Uh, it's interesting. I, I, I found the article quite fascinating and I, no, I think it's great. I could totally see, see it. Well, I, mean, I can see that you're more represented. You're more represented by Idaho for kind of what this area is like. I, I would like to look, and I agree. I would like yeah. to look into 
like the people that have started this from the source and where the original documentation came from yeah. and who it was, but their background checks and who they're connected to. Right. Because those are the people that either it's a movement towards something bigger that will make, make a bigger land grab at a time when things all change here. Mm -hmm. Because from what I've heard in the, some of the data is La Raza, the Mexican Revolution was something to be paying attention to and how the 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 caravan is part of a bigger thing in a ways where you know it's softening the border right now mm -hmm. and which i get it about immigration and people and and you know having places in the earth that could be more connected to where the culture is all connected and there's not a wall between the cultures like that's stupid silly dude. yeah it is in the, all of that right now there's a part though that countries have to contain their stuff and to keep their shit dialed right otherwise it's open to whatever goes and so there's yeah. the balance of all of it you know mm -hmm. and for me when it's illegal that's illegal and when it's legal it's legal it's simple as that we'll go with that for the the basis of it all mm -hmm. and so for anything you know anything within that like we've got to be able to look out for the growth and at the same time understand why things are happening the way they are right now down there and it's like why are they driving them north mm -hmm. during trump's thing mm -hmm. why did that all succinctly happen right when he got in then that was the first thing that became the Heaven. issue right right, right away. away if you lay it out on a timeline it's mm -hmm. like that so anyway yeah, yeah. Yeah, And so for me, like when I look at this, it almost looks like it connects where the top of La Azteca is to that region. Okay. Almost like the way, it, like the, this part in California. Mm -hmm. It's like how far up La Braza or uh, La Azteca goes. Yeah. It's almost like shaped like this. Right in the pattern of right and that's what brought that up for me bro. gotcha yeah it's good yeah that's so anyway point. yeah that's my you know that's the counter sure to always looking into more things but i like this yeah I know. because i always thought that it was cool for the state of jefferson the concept of people were creating their own band like texas did but in a mm -hmm. local region like mm -hmm. to me that is just that's awesome. Yeah. Why wouldn't people encourage that model? Right. Why would we have just one model that is the way it is? No. Mm -hmm. Like when people can stand up and hold their shit together, that's fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. To me, I'm really about preserving that part of human culture you know, mm -hmm. anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. We won't get into more than that. I, I just thought it was a, an interesting thing. I have a couple other topics we had down here. I think, I mean, I had the MLB uh, All-Star game. We don't have to really get into that. I think we talked about it a little bit last week uh, too, just for a few minutes but um i just the irony of of uh i just wanted to touch on it because the irony of of you know they're anti i mean they, they call the georgia laws racist you know for putting an id in to vote and moving it to a state that you need an id to vote in which right away just like huh like it doesn't right. even make sense logically but the fact that you had you had i mean atlanta is majority african-american and african-american owned businesses that were all trying to play catch-up from being shut down for a year for COVID, here's the all-star game coming in. It's going to bring all this tax revenue, all these right. people to the game, all the people, local businesses, hotels, restaurants. It's going to be such a boost for their economy recovering. African-American, majority African-American-owned businesses. And then because of their stance about the voting law, you pull it from Atlanta and move it to a 98, 96% white Colorado. Right. 
that affect and with no African American owned businesses and and no African American culture in Colorado, and you're going to move it to make a point why MLB would be even be involved in politics is crazy to me. Well, as a minority, maybe uh, I don't know if it's yeah, no, but but and you're going to pull it from Atlanta from the minority right city and put it in a yeah, how are you supporting that city yeah i don't it just seems contradictory and just by nature and if you uh, yeah people i mean you're countering this but breaking down the voting laws in colorado yeah they have an id but they don't have that okay I, I, okay we can break it down all that but they right. have an id voting law right and they're taking it from a place that just put in an id voting law right so right what and then and then mlb being tied in with it which they shouldn't be political okay, anyway. They're a so baseball organization, but they're all friendly with China, and China commits genocide, and they don't care. They have two shits. <laughs> but Georgia, I, it just seems, I again. So what do you think the other play would be then? What do you think the motive behind it is? Behind, the motive behind it. Yeah. It like, ju- uh, just a, another chance to point out, <laughs> to push the white supremacy. Like there's a white. God, just the white supremacy. Yeah, I'm seeing that everywhere. Pushed like no, I'm seeing. I'm seeing like badges. Like there's badges on Facebook now that are like this. Yeah. White. I vote anti-white supremacy or something weird. I'm like, God, do you have? What do you do with your time, folk? Like, do you really hold around and like touch your bruise and go, God, that hurts. Yeah. Oh fuck, that fucking bruise hurts. It's like, come on, I, you know, shit. You don't have to feel it forever. Like, feel it. Pain is a sensation. Suffering's a choice. So it's like, let's move through these things and encourage each other to move through our stuff so we can create our future and influence our children based on this. Yeah. Instead of encouraging them to feel their pain so much that they become their pain. Yeah. And I just want to point this we out. We love you. If we're going to get into this topic real quick, because... Because just, everything's magical and lovely today. Just listen. The USA ended slavery. Okay? We ended it here. Okay. Ended race-based civil rights violations. We ended that, too. Separate water fountains, segregation. We ended that, too. We elected a black president twice, two terms, and we made our highest-paid athletes, musicians, celebrities, cultural ambassadors, black Americans. If we're a racist nation, we really suck at it because it's a land of opportunity. And to just force-feed this white supremacy narrative. Okay, okay. Let me stand up for this. Let me stand up for that side, though. Okay. Is when you talk to someone, have you ever talked to someone and you know that you're not really, they're not really saying what they mean in their words? That's where people are calling people racist, bro. Is that okay. one thing. Yeah. That's it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That At the end of the fucking day, the math to me spit out that. Yeah. Was because they don't, uh, people think that people think something else. Right. But they're not saying it. Right. So we'll just leave it there. Yeah. I just want to say, though, but thought it's poli- that. I know, thought police. I- well, it is. It is that because you're intending that. No, I heard it. I smelled it. Because you said so. Like, because you said so. Right. Like, yeah. Well, no. <laughs> and the party that fought to keep slavery and the party that uh, started the KKK is the one telling you that uh, the other party's. <laughs> I don't know. You want to go down, knock down statues. You want to bring white supremacy in anything. Let's just start right at the party that well, fought to keep slavery. You know, the, the irony in all this to me is like people forget that when you project your voice at someone, mm-hmm. you're invading their f- bubble. So when you just walk up to someone and do that, you have already violated the actual statute of sovereignty. Mm. You've already done that. And so you. And and you're projecting that they're being this and that mm-hmm. like at all yeah. that you've already violated your own cause 
and have done wrong act. Right. So to me, it's like to keep trying to realize why it would be like this. We're on the outer fringe dealing with this confused thing because we've been told so much for so long. Mm-hmm. And now it's being played on itself. And now we're confused about that. And so now we're taking it out on each other. Yeah. It's like fucking, I, to me, there's just this pattern in it all. Mm-hmm. You know, like it doesn't make sense. But if you look at it from, a, a, okay, if you look at it, let's just say Agenda 21 is correct mm-hmm. and it's overpopulated. Let's say this whole mechanism has built, has been built and they're like, fuck, man, the people are fucking too much and they're eating too much. And so they're, we're ha- and they're making too many people. So now we're losing ground because we got to put concrete up to build more houses. So we're losing less agriculture, viable agriculture to make a noun of food to keep these heathens eating and fucking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so by doing that, and I'm trying to look at it from their perspective. Mm-hmm. So bear with me. Yeah. I'm channeling it right now. It's not me. <laughs> so in that, they look at it and they're like, okay, we need to scale down all these systems or tailor fit these systems so that they don't fuck as much one. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't like their each other's gender anymore so they don't fuck and they don't recreate. At all. So we'll use influence it with the pharmaceutical industry to mm-hmm. get them hooked on that. Right. So they stop fucking and they do the other thing and find love somehow, but they'll keep going. Mm-hmm. And then we have this whole, whole other side where we get people fighting amongst themselves and depressed and doing this. And what's, what's happening is you have all these plans that are going out and these things to get, and then you have a virus and then you have this stuff and you get people tripped out and their lives fucked and suck and it's getting worse and worse. And to me, if you look at it, like that plan to me would look like they're calling people because they don't know any other way. And they're, so they're using how we've taken the program mm-hmm. and using it, uh, not against us, but they're using us to do the calling. Right by how we'll respond to what media they feed us Keep and how they like shape us over time, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I feel. It really is like, yeah. like we're, you know, we're doing it mm. by dividing ourselves and fighting amongst ourselves and we get exhausted and the wrong thing, karma gets happened and all this shit goes out the window. And yeah. It's just, and yeah. So anyway, yeah. that's a broad perspective, but well, to me, the physics, it's like if I was them, I would need to call them, but I I wouldn't want to do it to them. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. They do it to themselves. Right. But we'll influence that program so, so that it, do do it it's too. self-maintenancing, though. Yeah. And I think this is what AI is helping them learn mm-hmm. is how to do this through those policies and programs and protocols so it's self-maintenancing. Yeah. And so they're having to adjust the code right now and adjust the program so that it calls gracefully yeah. through this process. Yeah. And it plugs everyone in at the same time so they get them controlled. Because I'm fired up. And uh, the example of the vaccine the, is the plug-in. Well, uh, we're, or the, the wetware. Or the racism because you use the example of the kid who just got the uh, cop that just resigned. She, she pulled out her gun instead of her taser and shot the kid yeah. by accident with a bullet instead of the taser. Right. Okay, well, now a journalist would say... Man, when's the last three times that happened? Right. Well, the last three times it happened they was to a white save suspect. Her face. Yeah. By a white cop to a white suspect. Okay. That's the last three times it's happened in America right. when a cop accidentally pulled out a gun instead of a taser. The person on the end of the received the bullet were white. The last three prior to this kid. Do we talk about the two women he strangled and eight hundred twenty dollars he stole from them? 
when he was on when he got pulled over, right? Or do we talk about he was shot because he was black? Right. And it's just that I simple understand. where you just don't take the jur- you take the journalism away well, and you just push the racism. I think the absurdity is that people aren't willing, like you said, to look at that. That's, like they just don't look at they it. They can't even look at it. And, and we're supposed to be educated, intelligent people. And so that's the absurdity, it seems to us, in this conundrum. Yeah, right. But as we were talking earlier, it's so embedded. Yeah. That it's important that we understand these people that they understand it that way and allow them to go through their journey and try to stay in the middle. Yeah. Because, bro, to preserve humanity, I think, is really the key in all this is our local legacy. Bring it back to your town. Let's get back to playing with sticks in the yard. Why not? Right. Let's just put our cell phones down and, and let's do the human thing for a while, guys. And let's dial in our decentralized, localized hub create all our food and then we'll create some ham radio internet connection that you all can connect to us and we'll sell you some food. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, just, but really look, focus on our local, our local perspective, our yeah. local thing. What's let's not let that world, the feed pull us into it away from the moment, away from our communities. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? hundred percent. So anyway, we've come to the end of our set. Yeah. This has been amazing. Deep. Like, yeah, man, we're like swimming in the deep tonight. I, I know it's fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Not, so topic driven you know no just being able to freestyle and, and yeah. talk i mean this is good this is why we're here and That's thank right. you guys for tuning in we had a, a lot of people join us uh tonight on instagram awesome, awesome to see uh thank you thank you it's you guys for tuning in and we keep growing each week and i think the topics now are are perfect especially local yeah and this is what's here for it back here yeah and we're going to be launching our own social network yep yep at some point in the near future um it's already built you know, we are going to be in beta testing here soon, but we're also creating Facebook pages and save our dot town is the website. Mm-hmm. And that's just to bring our attention to what we were talking about earlier with the situation with this fellow, Tim Stearns, where we're seeing, seeing and um, understanding some personal concerns with this fellow and his intentions here. Mm-hmm. We want to see the positive. We want to see the negative. We want to see it all. We want to bring it to the focus you know, if resigning is the best way, let's focus on uh, bringing this to its attention and not get diverted. Mm-hmm. Let's focus on the general plan, but let's have him help focus on it positively. Together. Like yeah. as a community. Right. So we want to wrap that up this way, you know, and just say, hey, like, we want to bring it all together, really, but we want to expose all the, the dirt in it so that it's public and we can and work through it together. You know, we don't want to shame anything. But we want to bring this to the forefront because there's a personal pattern here of attack. Yep. And it's like, man, you're you're attacking good people and we're not yeah. going to stand for it. So stand for it. We love you. And a teaser for next week, a UFO sighting by the Navy. Probably Uh-oh. the most significant UFO sighting we've ever had in Uh-oh. the country happened this week. And uh, there's a nice little article I want to touch on next week about it's not a matter of if anymore. It's a matter of what, what are they here for? Right. And I think it's interesting. I'm just going to use that as a teaser for next week. It's one of my Love topics. It. But thanks for joining us. And uh, remember, 530-859-0161 is our number. 530-859-0161. Leave us messages all week. Topics for the show. We thank you for joining us. And we will see you next Friday. Yeah. Yeah. We love you. Signing off. Conscious Thread. <laughs>